0: Hey, everybody, this is the Rogue Overland Adventure Chat Podcast. I'm Nick Savacci, and this is episode four.
1: And I'm Mike Schaefer, and today we're going to talk about what you should bring on an overland adventure.
0: All right, Mike, so here we are, episode four. Yep. And we're going to talk about something that can have a much different approach depending on the person that you are and what your idea of being out adventuring is. Yeah. And that's what what to bring on an overland adventure.
1: Yeah, I know we've talked a little bit of, uh, before the show about you know kind of some of those first things you want to bring and some of the kind of key gear that we found over the years. Yeah. Um, uh, that we really like and um so I, we definitely come from a unique perspective on this too i feel like because we're traveling in small suvs with families of five big families yeah so that's that's gonna that's yeah. gonna i think we'll bring in uh an interesting um <laughs> mix into this than someone that you know maybe by their with a full-size oh yeah dodge pickup or something yeah. too
0: well i think it's funny you and i talked <laughs> one time and you and, and you mechanic for the rebel rally and you you had talked about it's crazy when I go out to do that, I have all this room oh, in my yeah. vehicle, cause it's just me.
1: Oh yeah, it's crazy, yeah. you know, cause I, I I put a sleeping platform in the back of the truck, which I never get to do with the family. Right. And it's like, you know, and I, I'm like, okay, I've got one box and maybe a sleeping bag. Yeah. And it's like, man, what, like, I've got all this room, dead mm-hmm. space in here. I'm like, this is nice to travel yeah. like this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Even when Andrea and I, without the kids, when it's just the two of us, it's oh, like, yeah. man, we got room for days. We can bring a real pillow. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> it's Which small. is a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah, so I think uh I think yeah, kind of everybody for everybody listening take it from that perspective, you know, most of the time we're running in cramped quarters. Yeah. Um I think the the best thing to start with is is basics. Basics. I mean, yeah, well what do you think? What are, what are kind of some basics for yeah, you? Yeah,
1: so I think, you know, we we kind of I'll start here. As I know in the last episode uh we talked about you know, bringing that first rig and and just basically starting with what you got, go buy that rig and hit some dirt roads. Yeah. And I think bringing gear along kind of follows that same philosophy. I know when we first started uh, traveling, car camping, and stuff is basically what we were doing back then. I mean, we literally I my first stove was a white gas. Coleman stove that my dad had got for his 16th birthday way back in the day. And that's what we started with, that Coleman stove. And we still got that, it's still floating around somewhere. Uh But we started with that and a a white gas lantern. And that's kind of what we started with. All of our cooking utensils and stuff were just basically throwaway cooking pans and stuff like that. But you know, a sleeping bag, a
0: Walmart tent, that's kind of how we started. And we did that for years. Yeah, darn right. And that and that was something that I know you and I wanted to get across is that you don't have to have, you see so many people yeah. online and they have all this amazing gear, whether they bought it or it was given to them or whatever, but you don't have to really have yeah. much because most of what you need, you probably already have in your house anyway. Oh yeah. You I mean, can you just can grab, it and grab it and
1: stuff right out of your kitchen and go, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, Overlanders kind of get a reputation because it's like, hey, we're going to bring everything and the kitchen sink, Uh-huh. you know, and you know, maybe that reputation's a little bit deserved because, right. you know, but you don't, I think the, the big takeaway here is you don't need all that stuff. Yeah, Is that stuff nice? Heck yeah, man, it's nice to have. Of course. A power cube and a running water and all this stuff, but mm-hmm. you could do
0: a lot with a jerry can hanging off the tailgate of your pickup truck. Oh yeah, yeah, you know? and you can always run your truck for you know, for 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, to, to recharge the batteries. Yep. You don't have to have a solar kit. Absolutely. So, so let's let's uh yeah, let, let's let's start with that basic stuff and and um, I mean for me, cooking kit, like you said. Yeah, that's basic you cooking gotta eat. kit. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's and, and we're gonna give uh, Danny Gruders a little shout out on this one. And you can look up uh, DeGroot X. He does some X Terra. Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, he has a race exterior uh, he's probably cool. the
1: only Xterra race truck in the world because nobody else is running no one's running. <laughs> yeah. yeah and
0: and deep guy from the from the Nissan community yeah. so Great shout out guy. to him check him out yeah but he once said to me man I just take a backpacker's mentality yeah and I didn't realize I was doing that but with kids you're kind of yeah, forced you to, to. You kind of have to what's the smallest mm-hmm. and the and the and, and the tidiest and the lightest that you can do to yeah. maximize your space and so I will say that you could start when we talk about cooking you could start as soon as a jet boil you have your spoon and then yeah. you have dehydrated meals yeah you absolutely know? yeah and then so i i think there if you want to take a backpackers mentality now um now how about if you want a little bit more what you, you're saying you run a coleman stove and- yeah we
1: used to you know we'll run the coleman stove and then i think now we're running a uh, jet boil fold out Oh, that's right. Um, camp stove, which we love, and a lot of the reason we love it is because it packs up so tight. So it kind of goes back to that same mentality. Yep. Um, but uh, look at look at your meal prep stuff too, because that's a big thing too. You know. I know a lot of guys, our buddy Steve will freeze a pizza in his cooler. Well, he's in a fridge now, so it's a little <laughs> bougie, but you know, that's his lunch every day and he just takes out a piece of pizza. You know, you can go super simple on the food too. So yeah. I agree with you. I think the best place to start is you start with that jet boil. Yep. Um, something small like that. And then you can move up to a two burner stove and some skillets and, mm-hmm. um, another thing for us for as far as food prep goes is food prep at home. Yeah you know i know you guys also do that too and it saves it saves a lot of room saves a lot of time at camp yep um, but you know food prep stuff uh vacuum seal it throw it in a cooler or whatever and yeah. that's that's kind of our first step
0: yeah we love we love quick lunches Yeah, for sure so so yeah jet boil then uh you you've got your spoon you can start to build up into some some cooking utensils right yep. if you if if you like some people like Like the process of cooking at camp. Oh yeah. So then you're looking. And I love camping with those guys because they like to cook for everybody. Everybody. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, yeah. Boy, one of the rogue expeditions. You remember? uh, uh, Gosh, I'm blanking on his name. Had the frontier, and now he has a Subaru. uh, Oh. Will Will, he brought oh, a Traeger. Yeah. Remember he bought a, oh, a gosh, plug-in it was Traeger twelve like volt yeah. plug in yeah. smoker. Yeah. So we're gonna call that the yeah. non backpacking style. But, <laughs> but yeah, so basically you can build your cooking yeah. stuff out. I mean you, you can get a, a Tembo Tuscottle. We've had one of those yeah, for a long they're time amazing. and they're great for cooking for large groups. Yeah. Um it could be your only cooking utensil yeah. as well. A lot of guys will use just that exclusively. Yeah. So so you've got that and then and then yeah you basically building out from there but yeah. but I think you have your jet boil you have your silverware your your cutlery yeah um, you're going to have the the burner stove depending yeah. on how many burners that you want or a scottle and then your cutting board, if you're yeah. going to be doing a lot of meal prep yeah. on the trail, and then you need to have some ability to wash all of that stuff. Yeah. So whatever you're going to do, being yeah. wise or and I think the wise. the
1: last thing that's kind of talk about in that food category is food storage. Mm. So yeah. my opinion is you can you can really go cheap on the coolers, you can really go expensive on the fridge. Yeah, I think um, we I mean we started out with the Coleman cooler and ice. Um, did that for a lot of years uh, I the Coleman five-day cooler was a great first step for us there's a lot of great rota molded coolers out there now yeah um, um, we're in fact we've got one we kind of keep around for stuff that we got at Costco for hundred bucks nice um, the one place that I think and maybe you've got the opinion on this too I don't know <laughs> that I probably would not compromise on anymore is the
0: fridge absolutely and yeah.
1: I think after, you know, having a couple water-soaked steaks and a couple <laughs> nasty water-soaked sandwiches, yeah. I will never go back to a cooler again. Yeah. Call me boozy. Uh-huh. But, you know, and, but there is a flip side to that, too. When we're talking space, you got to remember, if you've got a cooler that's, you know, I don't know, X big, you can run a fridge that's half that size because you're not worrying about keeping ice in there for a two, three, four-day trip. 100%. You know? Yeah. 100%. Um, so it actually is a space conservative thing on top of that. Yeah. But I'm telling you, once you go a fridge, personally, yeah. I told Andrea, I said, if our fridge, because we're just running a cheap fridge, like we literally got it off of truckfridge.com or something. <laughs> okay. And we've had that thing for five or six years, and I think we paid like $300 for it. But I told her, I said, if this thing died tomorrow, I would be ordering another one the day after because I'll never go back to a cooler again.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Don't think that you have to have a fridge to go yeah. out, but when 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 you've decided that you're into it yeah. and you're going to do it enough, and yeah. we were looking back, I mean, gosh, you and I, I mean, I think it's you know we'll spend a hundred, you know, seventy five, a hundred days in a year oh, yeah. doing stuff a lot of times. So yeah. um, the thing is, is that you. That's definitely an investment that's worth yeah, it.
1: It's it is. And so. I, I'm not saying don't use the cooler, yeah. but just know one day you're gonna be like, I'm gonna try a fridge out and you're not gonna wanna go back to that cooler. Right. Again.
0: <laughs> and then I would say uh dry food storage, I'll I'll throw a simple thing out there. Yeah. The the Plano bins. I think Plano yeah. is the is the brand tubs, you know, from walmart or whatever yep. um those work great and then we've also used the the front runner like that's what up, we're using bags. now yeah. yeah
1: i like the front runner bags. and actually the only reason i do like those front runner bags is because they they're square mm. and they stack easy and yep. they don't take up a bunch of dead space that a lot of tubs do but yeah yeah okay yeah. um totally agree i think that's kind of to me is kind of the things you start with you know when you Love when it. you're cooking
0: yeah and you can basically just get fancier yeah you know, it, de- like it really depends
1: on here. how fancy you want to get you yeah. know
0: yeah, and then cleaning-wise, I would say you know you basically can go as simple as just the the collapsible bins to, to yeah. wash things. Um, we recently had an opportunity to use the Geyser system, yeah, which that is awesome. the, the sponge that, yeah. that uh, secretes the water continuously. That worked really well. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm blanking on uh, Jockool, I think is the is the other is one of the other companies I've mm. seen um, where they have the. It's more of a bin and a, and a, a wash bucket and, yeah. and heated water setup. So you really can do a lot of different things with that. Yeah. And again, it just comes to how much space do you have and um, how close to that backpacker mentality yeah. do you wanna be? Yeah. yeah, Before we get into the next thing that you need to think about when planning your overland adventure, we wanna take a second to thank a few sponsors who have come on board for the 2024 Rogue Overland Expedition. If you've never been on one of these expeditions or never heard about it, you definitely need to check out our YouTube channel. There's a whole adventure series playlist which documents all the previous years of this event. It is an event that is filled with camaraderie and experiences of local cultures, as well as challenges with your vehicles. The first sponsor we want to thank is White Knuckle Off-Road Products. White Knuckle Off-Road Products offers heavy-duty rock sliders for 4x4 enthusiasts. We've been using these rock sliders on our personal vehicles for more than 10 years, and we have beat them down on trails like the Rubicon and John Bull in Big Bear, California. And all we can say is these things hold up to a beating. You can check out White Knuckle Off-Road Products at white-knuckleoffroad.com. The second sponsor we'd like to thank is X-Grid Campers. X-Grid specializes in off-road campers and represents all the top manufacturers from around the globe. Whether you're looking for a square drop that can rock crawl, or whether you're looking for a family hauler with independent suspension, the experts at X-Grid Campers can help you find the right setup for you. We actually had an opportunity to take out a few of their campers and test them out. I'll put a link to that video up above here, and you can get an idea of what they have to offer. You can find xgridcampers at xgridcampers.com.
1: Yeah, I think your next step is your sleeping situation. I think that's kind of where you go from there. Like to to me when I go camping, the two most important things I want to sleep and I want to eat. Sleep and eat.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. So that boy that can be a deep one. Oh
1: yeah, cuz there's I mean, we've we've had this conversation many times because yeah. I think you and I are a little spastic cuz we've been all over the place. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um so yeah, I'll I'll uh you want me to jump in on yeah, this? Yeah, go I'll for jump it. in on this one. Okay. So <clears throat> when we first as you know if you've been listening to this this show we rock crawling pedigree so yeah. we start with rock crawling the very first time we ever did a quote-unquote overland trip was the mojave road way back and um i don't even know 2012 maybe yeah uh, and anyway it doesn't matter when it was the point is is that all we had was walmart gear yeah. i mean we didn't have That's all we anything used for years. yeah so so I would say, depending on how old you are and how weary your bones are... Uh, oh,
1: yeah, that makes a huge difference. It does. Difference.
0: Um, I mean, everything from just any type of sleeping pad to a, to a good quality sleeping bag. Yeah. You could start right mm. there. I mean, on that trip, we had a military guy out with us, and, and he did. He, he, he rolled his pad out, and he slept right oh, under yeah. the stars. Um, and so I think you spend your money on a quality bag because being cold in the middle of the night is not fun oh it's the worst um but i think that that's pretty much i mean boom that would be your backpacker mentality you can start right there
1: yeah i had a buddy that um when he went camping he literally took an old army tarp laid it on the ground laid a sleeping bag on it yeah flipped the tarp over top and that's how he slept there you go you know and that was super simple yeah um the sleeping bag to me is super important. Staying warm is super important. Yep. I'm 40 years old now. I want to sleep a little bit comfortable. <laughs> yep. Um, we've gone through a bunch of different air mat. I mean, I've got a yeah. collection of junk at home that we've tried and, and you know, tents and this and that. Um, the one thing we're kind of hot on right now is the X-Peds. Yes. Like it's, I love it. it to me, it, it's quick inflate. It's a little bit of money. It is an investment. It is. But I'm 40 years old. <laughs> And I'm a side sleeper. I got to get some sleep. Yeah. And man, and I'll tell you what, like <laughs> camping for me is relaxing. Like I sleep really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want it, I don't want to sleep on the ground anymore. Like straight. I don't mind sleeping on the ground with something in between me and the ground, you know, I don't. Right. But but I can't do the, the, the concrete floor, you know, anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. but um to me, kind of next level from that sleeping bag is having something comfortable to sleep on.
0: Yeah, I, you know? I agree, and those are great, uh, great air mattresses because yeah. they're they're kind of a combo of the air with the foam in the middle, yes. right? Yeah,
1: they're they're pressure. they call them self-inflating, so yeah. you just kind of leave it open, walk away from it, and they'll yeah. kind of they'll kind of
0: draw the air in, and then okay. you can fine-tune it with air pressure. But yeah, yeah, I think solid investment there. Yeah. Um, I think if you want to take it up to the to the next level, where we're talking about having some type of padding. I think that's where you can look yeah. into something like. I mean, you can look into like a habitat, an adventure Trailer's oh, yeah. habitat, which has a mattress built in, or you can look into a rooftop tent, yep. which is going to have a mattress. And I think we've right.
1: ran just about all of those all between of between yeah. us. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of like your next level is like, what do you want to sleep in? Right. Yeah. And um. And and that may depend on your loadout too, because I know. You know, we've kind of transitioned. We, we did the rooftop for a while, and I've still got mine, and we still use it, but yeah. we've kind of transitioned backwards into a tent again yep. just because of getting weight off the roof and stuff for some of the trails we've been running. Yeah.
0: Well, and I know you guys are working those smaller mm. tents, and you're running the same thing as I am. It's kind of weird. Kids grow and get bigger. I know, Strange. and take up more room. Yeah. yeah. So they're taking up more room, and so yeah. now all of a sudden you have to kind of rethink because yep. it's like and I that's, don't well, that's have kinda the what we did. space. Yeah. So I know you guys are using Stuff falling, don't mind us. I know you guys are using a smaller tent, uh, kind of fold-up tent. We've been using the shift pod a lot because yep. it's just nice and easy. doesn't take too much yeah. space on the roof rack, so I can put more sleeping gear yeah. up there. Um,
1: and that was kind of where we, because we ran the rooftop with an annex for a long time. We'd sleep up top. The kids would sleep down underneath. But, yes. you know, both of those things take up a lot of room. Mm-hmm. So now we're kind of, the kids are old enough. They kind of want their own space. So yeah, we're running two tents now. And, you know, between the two tents, they kind of fold up like a sunshade. Um, They don't take up a lot of room. They don't weigh anything. They're super quick deploy, you know, and it's like, oh, these are working for us now. Right. So.
0: Okay. Yep. I like that. And then, um, so you basically, we start with sleeping bag on the ground, sleeping bag with some kind of mats. Uh, You can have a sort of cot system. Mm -hmm. I've seen those. Uh, Then we have, Things that have sleeping pads in them, rooftop things like that. Yeah, built-in tents, stuff, like which that. is nice. And then you can tell me if if you think that I'm missing a step here. I'm sure a hammock lands somewhere in there. Oh yeah, there's there's um, definitely some you know, I, there's
1: definitely some other stuff in there that people do. Yeah. I know Sean did the hammock for a long time. He right. loved it.
0: Um, um, and then the last one, if you want to be really comfortable and you've you've recently jumped into this yeah. category. Um, with the camper some yep. type of camper on the back of a pickup truck yeah
1: and i think we're you know depending on the camper you're running you may even be getting out of this you know overland segment <laughs> all together other and crossing over into the rv side um but yeah i mean like we we, we just recently bought a, a palomino uh, slide in truck camper yep. and it's a pop-up so it's still low profile we can still kind of get it out in the woods and stuff yeah and it's it's light so it doesn't you know like a lot of them them truck campers get huge you know but we can still tow with the truck. We're not over the weight limit of the vehicle and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, but like the four-wheel campers and stuff, they make a phenomenal product um, that a lot of guys are dragging through the woods and dragging through the trails and everything else. And that's yeah. probably your... Your top tier overland setup, yep. you know,
0: because that's full on a little bit what, bigger queen? than the habitat. Is that a queen size mattress? Up there? Uh, ours has a queen in it, queen, yeah. yeah. But I
1: mean, they get so showers that's... in them, and, and yeah. you know, ours is ours is pretty basic. But you can get them <laughs> with showers and, and toilets yeah. and like the whole nine yards. So okay, that's kind of your upper end overland. I think I think you get beyond that. Now we're talking toy haulers and right. you know and KOA, you know, campsite kind of stuff. And
0: yeah, okay. All right. Yep. So we got that. Yep. Um, I want to just throw out a simple one, and that is got to bring some type of chair because you're going to have time around the yes. campfire.
1: Yep. Right. So. Oh, yeah. I know we're running... Actually, a lot of the kids and stuff are running... I think you guys are running I forget the brand, but they're Amazon yeah the little folding flapsable. chairs yeah i love yeah. them because they don't take up you know the whole thing's about you know that big right. it looks like a little pillow as or big something
0: as a, like a, a stanley water bottle. yeah exactly
1: there. so they don't take up a lot of room mm-hmm. um they you know deploy and tear down pretty easy yeah. you know there is there more comfortable chairs out there probably but they're getting in a lot heavier and taking up more room and stuff
0: that's the big thing for me taking yeah. up more room and i think yeah. oh that's... yeah
1: room's room's a big thing i can get five camp chairs in you know a little box that doesn't take up a lot of space right
0: so i think if you that's that backpacker mentality if yeah. you need the space that they make some great and i think those are i think those came out of like the backpacking community but i had to have. um the small fold-up chairs yeah and then you can go up to the nicer and nicer versions oh, yeah. of
1: the full-blown yep, full oh yeah blown. a lot of guys are running the ARBs. got their kind of i don't know what you call them but they're like uh movie set chairs yeah. and yeah. you know and they're super comfortable they just take up more room it really just kind of depends on how much room do you have
0: yeah absolutely
1: so Kay. yeah chairs are important so though. have
0: a chair yeah what do you think else
1: oh i'm trying to think like I, i'm trying to think like just like to go to camp i mean even today that's kind of the basic things we deal with is yeah. eating sleeping yeah um you know, we always bring a little bit of entertainment stuff for the kids. So, a deck of cards don't take up a lot of room, you know, stupid stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but really, I mean, once we get to camp, most of our time is spent just sitting around the fire. And, you know, it's usually been a long day on the road and on yeah. the trail. And, and um,
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw one, I've got one on a, a thought here, and, and you tell me what you think about this right. one. I'm gonna throw it out because because when we talk about overlanding, that's it's still part of the adventure of getting there. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily just when you're hunkered down at camp. So okay. how about how about your your clothing, your outerwear? Oh yeah. You know, I mean to me, and it's it's funny, sometimes we'll go places and it'll start raining and my kids will say, Well, I didn't bring my rain jacket, and I've got <laughs> my rain jacket on, you know, and, and I'm like, Well, I've been telling you guys since since you couldn't even you know since you were starting to pack your own gear. No matter matter. what the temperature is going to no it doesn't. No matter what the temperature is going to be, bring a puffer, bring some layers, bring a rain jacket. You
1: know we spend a lot of time in the desert, and the joke for our joke has always been you know plan. It's either going to be hot and windy or cold and windy, so just plan for all of that. Yeah, and that pretty much covers it.
0: Yeah. So, I think, I think that's something that you need to consider is, is, is your own personal gear. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And, and everybody's different on, on what they. I know for me, like I run, I get cold really easy. So, I'm always going to have several base layers. Mm-hmm. Layering is huge for me. Um, and I'm usually running around getting footage if it's yeah. one of our trips. So, layering is huge. So, I'm going to have s- several thermal layers. And then, um, you know, a pair of shorts, a pair of pants, yeah. my boots. Uh, flip-flops for at camp or crocs yep. they have to be tactical crocs tactical crocs
1: though, yeah. make sure they got four-wheel drive yeah
0: four-wheel drive <laughs> and then yeah basically you just have like your puffer and then yeah. and then whatever you're going to do for for some type of rain you know yeah. poncho whatever you, you're going to do for the rain you don't want
1: to be out on the trail you don't want to be to camp and be miserable totally. and i've seen a lot of guys and the, the same thing with the kids they have show up unprepared because mm-hmm. And, um, but I see a lot of people show up and they're freezing because they are like, well, it was, it was 95 today when I loaded the truck. I didn't think I need a jacket tonight or <laughs> yeah. well, you've gone up 5,000 feet of elevation and, you yeah. know, um, but yeah, we, we always clothing or at least layers is kind of one of those things. We always kind of tend to overpack on because I like I tell the kids, I'd rather have it and not ever need it oh, yeah. than need it and not have it. Yeah. And you and know, you can always kids. put more layers on if you get cold or something, but mm-hmm. if you run
0: out of stuff, you're out of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that's, that's a good one. And then I, I think I'm, I'm kind of running through my head here. I think the last one just to, just to touch on would be um, whatever mm. you're going to be using for navigation. You know, if you're going to be traveling yeah. to wherever you're traveling to, and I know, I know you're a big fan, big, big fan of the, uh, what was it? The Benchmade The Benchmark. Atlas, the bench, bench, yeah, Benchmark, benchmark yeah. Yeah. Maps. Loving uh, things. But having some type of map backup to whatever mm. software that you're using. Yeah. Oh navigation. yeah,
1: hundred percent, and follow both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know totally. we're we running we're running GPSs. We're running several different versions. And, oh yeah, yep. Um, but yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and then I think just maintenance. Make sure your vehicle's ready to go.
1: Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent.
0: Yeah, I think that's it. You got anything? I else?
1: think so, man. I mean, I think that's your. I mean, there's the the problem with this is you you know. There's so many, like, <laughs> subcultures you could get into. We could start talking about power cues. Yep. We could start talking about, you know, water filtration. and right. And, right. and, and really, you've just, like, you've really got to look at what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. If you're going out for a weekend, you know, like, three or four days, and, you know, you're traveling across, you know, Moab or, you know, running some overland trails out there, you don't need no all this stuff you don't need two thousand no. pounds worth of stuff you're overloading your vehicle you're, you know you can't see up the dang thing and all that so it's right. really the important thing to do is is make sure you're loading out and preparing for what you're actually doing
0: yeah i like that yeah that, that's a really good way to put it um yeah if you're if you're listening to this on youtube Throw a throw a comment yeah. below. What else do you think you should bring? Yeah, what's important? Um, what's important to you? Because, uh, like you said, there's a lot yeah. of subcultures. I know um, personal protection is very important in our group, yeah. and so there's a lot of things that you can do there. And maybe that's a whole nother episode. But um, you know, you have to decide. Some people that's a, that's a big deal to them. Some people it's not. Yeah. So, but I think we I think we've covered the fundamental things that you need if you want yeah. to go out on I a think so. trip.
1: Like we said at the beginning start start small and figure out what works. You know, Figure out what you need, what you don't need.
0: Yeah, Because I, like I think it.
1: you'll find out you probably need a lot less than you think you need. Way less. And we learned that. Real quick before we close, I'm gonna tell you a story. <laughs> yeah, tell us a story. Oh man, when Andrea and I first got married, uh-huh. um, I found some pictures the other day, but we couldn't have been married long. And it was the first camping trip we ever went on. And it was you know, it was three or four trip up in the mountains <laughs> in Utah. Yep. And literally we had an extended cab, 2001 Tacoma, heaping with stuff and I look at the picture now and I was like I'm looking at her like what did we have what did we need for three days in a campground (laughs) you know I mean we had tubs and boxes and I was like I can't even now look back and remember like what in the world did we actually have in that stuff so to look at that you know and it's funny you know most people build stuff up over the years and we've just constantly cut down over the years like we've got less and less stuff now yeah you know than we did so it's just it's just funny to look, you know, kind of what we figured out over the years.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can use things like this podcast, right, to get ideas. But really, what it comes down to, you actually brought up a great point there. What it comes down to is, is start with the basics, get yeah. out, yeah, see what type of traveling oh, yeah. you're doing, and then you'll refine it over time. Oh, yeah. oh man, it's been three trips I haven't used whatever yep. a single time. Oh, well, yeah. maybe I'm just not going to use that. Yeah, you know,
1: if you haven't used it, you probably don't you need either. it.
0: Don't need it. Yeah. All right, Mike, where can you yeah. find
1: us? Uh, you can find us on all the normal social media platforms. We're on YouTube, at Rogue Overland, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, are we tweeting? Gosh, there's, uh, there's Twitter. There is uh, TikTok. Yeah, yeah, I mean, all,
0: all the social medias. Just, yeah. just search at Rogue Overland. At Rogue
1: Overland. You'll find us everywhere. So.
0: All right, we'll see you on the trail. Copyright Rogue Overland 2024. All rights reserved.